0: Hello and welcome to our source. Well, my name is Elvis and as always, I'm your host. Alright, so this going to be a really short one. We only have a couple things to review and not many news topics. Of the news topics we do have, the biggest one would be that WB has announced that they are going to be releasing their entire 2021 slate onto HBO Max. That to be kickstarting, of course, with Wonder Woman 1984, but also the upcoming Suicide Squad 2, which, okay, I have nothing really to add to that. Like I said, with the Wonder Woman news, I think it's, you know, really great. I think yeah, it's, it's a really great deal. And fingers crossed that it works out. The only other thing that really comes to mind in terms of topics is that there are rumors that a Plastic Man movie is in the works with a female-led script that's being tapped. So, you know what? Fingers crossed that that turns out well too. And also a whole bunch of rumors this week about the upcoming Spider-Man 3 movie from the Sony and the MCU. And apparently a bunch of news Articles being sent out saying that this actor is back, this actor is back, like Alpha Merlina, Paul the Spider-Man, Kirsten Dunst, and even Emma Stone. So, you know what, who knows what's actually real? Uh, it seems to be a lot of backtracking toward like unaffiliated blogs. So, this could all just be a bunch of hoopla. But fingers crossed that, that turns out well too. I just don't think that's a compelling idea to have a whole multiverse story again. So you know, fingers crossed and who knows, maybe it'll turn out to be good if it is true. Anyways, let's move on to what I read this week. First off, we have American Vampire 1976 number three. And this is a fine issue. It's not one that had much story to it. It was more concerned with tying up loose action beats that were left hanging from the previous issue. And like that's basically it. There's nothing else that goes on narratively other than seeing how maybe Gus was nabbed. And one big reveal that's actually pretty fun. It was an attempt to approach a big question that hasn't really been asked by the series at all but it does make the series feel a little bit more rounded out now that it has been answered. So I can't wait to see how the Residus mini plays around with that and how it develops it in the remaining issues that there are left. One good thing about this issue and the recent issues we've gotten so far is that we've been able to see how Skinner Sweet is handling being in this kind of helpless situation be it from his waning gunfighting skills to his general elderly exhaustion and how that eats away at him and his insecurities. So despite the lacking story progression, it's got wonderful character ground in keeping it afloat. Overall, one thumb middle, one thumb up. Next up, we have Sweet Tooth to return number two. And this is a wonderful issue, as it wastes no time in actually laying out everything the reader needs to know. It doesn't just string us along for answers that might not be worth indulging and investing in a long decompressed mystery form. As the epilogue to an already lengthy story, that would make the reread value a lot more lackluster. But by actually just showing us all of it, or most of their cards, it helps eat itself into the role of being an actual continuation of the main series. And it turns out that, well, Sweet Tooth is a reincarnation of Sweet Tooth. They re-cloned and rebirthed the Deer God again, and he's brought with him the memories of all his past lives. And it turns out that humanity lives in giant caves and bunkers underground, the ground, and that they are planning to use Sweet Tooth to spread a new virus that will cause the hybrid creatures to go extinct, as humanity pretty much did at the end of the previous series. And well that's some really heavy stuff. Because if the dear boy is infected. Then I don't predict the story will end happily because that means he can never really see daylight or escape from the situation or the villains will win out in the end. There's also the fact that they've already once again unleashed a cosmic plague by even disturbing remains of the dear god and that's something that they probably don't know they've done and I can't wait to see if that actually comes around in the end. All in all, it's kind of nice to see the kid back, even if it is in a new form that even he is struggling to get used to. And I mean you're just able to capture this character's wide-eyed and nice very well all over again. I can't wait to see what happens next in this mini, and hopefully the scarred elephant that shows at the end that he thinks is Jepard really is Jepard reincarnated, because that would be hilarious. Anyway, two thumbs up. Next up, we have Sword Number One. Finally, the first new legit post on the next ongoing, and it was okay. I'm just going to say it. Half of this issue was completely boring as hell. Like, I understand it's trying to introduce this rather large cast of characters and set up an intricate status quo. But it's just so damn boring. It just goes one after the other. It's just tedious. And I almost put it down. I was tempted to stop reading because I just don't have the time to read this stuff anymore after the lengthy excursion of X of Swords. But honestly, and thankfully, halfway through, it really does pick up. It has some more nice little character beats showing Magneto's stern nature and his authority but also inhumanity and anguish which are great and then it goes off the deep end and sits mistakes that are far beyond what I could have imagined this series would do. Like the characters literally steal the fires creation from the heavens and I have to say no matter what misgivings I have about this series as a plot conceit that I need to see pay off. I mean if it doesn't then that's on me but it's kind of a killer plot hook like at that point you have like the most ultimate underdog story and the way that the issue is completely leaning into itself as this modern day super sci-fi Prometheus fable. Goddamn, that's cool because that does say to me that they are going to really lean into it and I just can't wait to see them fall and fail because that's going to be a real great ride I believe. Overall two films middle but I still can't wait to see where this series goes. And lastly we have Marauders number 16. And it was alright. Nothing that impressive or weighty or impactful. It's just picking up a piece or two from the previous threads. Before the intrusion Rex of Rex Swords. And that's fine. It gives a good little cap up to the thread about Shaw murdering Kate Pride. But other than that it might be the least impactful of this week's reads. I'm going to be happy to see where else the series can go. Now that that's out of the way. Next month. So overall two months middle. It's, uh, it's neither here nor there. Especially after the intensity of sword anyway that's it for this week I just want to say thank you out there to anyone who listened it means so much to me I'm so grateful for that and I just want to give a shout out to the cover artists for the show and D-O-T-E-M-C-E please shoot them out they're really amazing and they deserve all the traction and following they can get so please go ahead and do that and I just want to say again thank you so much Um, have a great week and see you next time